Good morning, and we welcome back to the program for his monthly visit, the mayor of the city of Batesville, Mike Bettis. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's great to have you on, as always. And, of course, the uh, city council and the Board of Works uh, meeting on uh, Monday night. And first uh, first up is always the uh, Board of Works to uh, lead off things. And um, once you guys had some uh, road closure requests, there, there's a shock. Yeah. And then uh, you also had a roadblock request. Yes. Uh, so it would not be a Board of Works meeting if we did not have multiple road closures and, and as you mentioned, a, a roadblock. And so it, uh, we'll start there because a roadblock sounds like you were truly blocking a road. And that's not necessarily what's going to happen. And so the Phi Beta Psi sorority has done this for many years. Now, they took, obviously took time off during COVID and did not run it uh, their their fundraising event that uh, for during those years. But uh, they wanted to come back and, and pick it up. And so they do good work. And this is one of their fundraisers so that they can help raise funds. And uh, so they've asked to do a, what they call what we call a roadblock. And so they will do it out on Walnut and Boringer streets. And so this is the same corner that they've used for many years. And it's right out in front of the bookshelf. And so what they'll do is they'll stand out there on a Saturday morning. And I think they do it from 8 to 12 in the morning. And they'll, um, as cars are passing by, will pick up donations and then use that as for their organization. And so they... Uh, so they've made the request, and so that was a f- one of the requests for Monday night. Then we also had a request from Margaret Mary Health Foundation to do what, what they call paint the town pink. And so they have done this each of the last number of years where we've put a speed bump out uh, uh, onto the road. And so it's kind of moved around from place to place. I think the first year it was down in front of, it was down on West Pearl Street, and then uh, a couple years back, it got moved over to East Pearl, over closer to Fifth Third Bank. And I think last year they moved it over to Amex Well, in front of Amex Well, so it's on George Street. Hopefully that is a, will be a, a good, safe spot. That was one of the questions that came up during the conversation is trying to make sure we have it in a place so that in case somebody gets the urge to try to drive around the speed or the speed bump that they don't hit a car in the other lane. Actually, George Street's probably a better spot for it in that respect. Yeah. And, and so the, the thought process of all this is to paint the town pink, which is a Margaret Mary Health's way of highlighting breast cancer and breast cancer awareness. This is something that they've done. It's been successful for them. And so that, also, that came before the Board of Works on Monday night. Then there was all a, a new, I'll say a new request, but... The group has been doing this for years. There's a group out there called the Church World Services, and so they have had a county crop walk, uh, the Ripley County Crop Walk, for a few years, but it's really not been something that they've had where they've come to us and said, hey, we want to block off streets to do our walk. And so this year they want to use our trail system, so they're going to start in Liberty Park, and then they'll have to cross over Delaware and then also cross over Coon Hunter so they can get out to 129. I think their goal is to walk to 129, not cross over 129, but to 129 and then come back as, as part of their walk. Uh, and so they'll be doing that on Sunday, October 1st. And uh, the last one then is was the annual request that comes from the American Legion. John Balmer, on behalf of the American Legion, and is looking to have the annual Halloween parade, which, of course, will be on October 31st. 
And so they'll use their usual route of coming up uh, Pearl Street, cutting across on Main to in front of the Memorial Building where they'll they'll finish. They'll line up out in, on Mulberry Street in front of the Memorial Pool. Uh, and so they'll do that. They'll line up around 5.30, 5.45. They'll march uh, up the street then about 6 o'clock. It normally only takes 5, 10 minutes to get up to the Memorial Building. And then that's really the start of trick-or-treat then for the city of Batesville. The American Legion's will be set up in front of the memorial building then many people then head over to the fire department and and pick up some treats there and so that'll be the the big day for halloween for us again this year and so we had those four items come to the board of works and they all got passed and so that like i said it wouldn't be a board of works meeting (laughs) if we didn't have to talk about uh shutting down streets for events and so we're glad to do it we just want to make sure everybody is safe and that we have uh, things in place to make sure people are being safe. So, so nothing but uh, all October, all the time on those requests. Uh, paint the town uh, pink in the, the month of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the crop walk on October first, yes. um, October seventh, the uh, Phi Beta Psi Sorority Roadblock, and then uh, the um, American Legion Halloween Parade on, of course, oh, as you said, October thirty first. So yep. yes, yep. So we got them all in. I. Uh, seems like we've gotten a lot in earlier this year, and so I'm, I think we might be getting close to the end of these. I, I, we, I'm sure we still have to have one yet for Christmas, uh, for the tree, uh, the chamber parade and the Christmas tree lighting. And so that will be, uh, I'm not sure if that, I think that date's been picked. I'm not sure if it's the end of November, start of December. It's normally the very first week of December, and so we'll, that'll be coming to Board of Works here hopefully next month, and we'll get that started get that one signed up also all right and with that we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and we'll continue our chat with batesville mayor mike bettis right after this don't adjust your radio the sound that you hear is your stomach you're having trouble focusing you can't recall your last meal you're trapped in the hunger zone the solution batesville to go let to go deliver a hot fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes to go delivers the best food from local restaurants visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800 batesville to go big city convenience small town taste and welcome back as we continue our conversation with batesville mayor mike bettis and moving into the council meeting and of course at the uh, time at, right after the pledge of allegiance at a uh, moment of silence for uh, the late jay reichmuth that's right and so we took uh we had a moment of silence and um behalf of jay he's been a vital part of our community for many years he served uh, for the city on our utility service board for the last eight and a half years uh, and he was a valuable member of that organization he was also a a big member of the kiwanis club and he was their chairman for the apple fest for the last number of years he was kind of mr apple fest and has was really the leader of that for many years for the kiwanis club and so he'll be sorely missed and so we had a moment of silence on on his behalf and then uh, moving into the uh, meeting portion of uh, Monday night, uh, no uh, old business items, but they had uh, several new business items, uh, one of which we talked about yesterday in the news, and uh, that was the $150,000 in ARPA funds for the Batesville Skate Park uh, to uh, construct the uh, pump track. 
And then um, also uh, we had the uh, Balterra funds uh, coming in the, this morning, that request um, by the Batesville Community Education Foundation uh, for $10,000 again for the outdoor learning complex at the primary school. But uh, getting back to um, the first one, uh, Mr. Mayor, um, uh, you've, uh, the city is looking at uh, several projects, I understand, or at least a few uh, as far as ARPA funds are concerned. Yes. And so uh, if you think back to last month, the Batesville Skate Park and Advocacy Group came to the city council meeting and made a presentation and and asked for funding for both a or for actually for a number of things. They were interested in this pump track. Uh, the original budget was somewhere 190 to 200 thousand. Uh, there was also they also talked at length about a bouldering wall, which is was something that was uh, had kind of a wide variety of of pricing because each one of the bouldering walls was different and so they're not all not all bouldering walls are the same and so they were a wide variety of things and so there's still more work to be done with that uh, and then they also talked about a shelter and also asked about a bathrooms and so council after that meeting uh, the two members of council who are on the i'll say the subcommittee for the ARPA funds, and that would be um, John Eargang and then also Derek Cox got together, and they joined me in a meeting where we uh, had representatives from an engineering firm who were coming to town to help us with a, another project uh, that we want that we've been working on in the background for several months. Uh, so if you think back of the Umbrella Sky project that was in the parking lot that I call the village green parking lot that has been there for years. And so the umbrella sky was there for better part of two years. And, uh, so after that came down, we've been kicking around an idea of trying to come up with a, I'll say a more permanent solution for that lot. Uh, different suggestions have been made and we had an engineering firm help us understand what it might look like, what it might cost, and some of those things. And so we've been talking about this for for a while with this, how to redesign that parking lot. One, keep it as a parking lot most of the time, but then add a few things that, one, we could have a what I call an open-air shelter that would provide some protection from the rain for the farmer's market on Saturday mornings. They're also out there on Wednesday evenings. Uh, so the help with the farmer's market because it is the farmer's market is very popular and there are a lot of people out there every Saturday morning. Uh, it's been a great, um, addition. It's really grown over the last number of years. And so they asked if there was a way that we could have some kind of protection from the rain for that would help them. That's a piece of the puzzle. Another item that we've heard a lot from citizens over the last few years is some sort of public restrooms in downtown, that would be in that same area and so that's something that we've been looking at and trying to come to grips with how what the cost might be for that another item that um people have been asking about is uh, some sort of a simple grandstand or uh, bandstand that so that we could have even if it's just somebody out strumming a guitar and singing songs that there might be a place for a performance to be set up nothing over the top but something that would be useful so that we could help uh, a variety of organizations. Certainly the Batesville Area Arts Council has been very interested in something like that. Having a place where they could either display art or showcase some art or 
have music being played. And so there's a variety of groups that are interested in that. And I think the Main Street organization is also interested in that same thing. So if you kind of start packaging those, those things up, I get caught up in the other parts of it. And so for me, the first thing I notice is that we're probably at some point we need to repave that parking lot because it's been used for a variety of different things over the over the years. And so if you take those four pieces it's somewhere between a four hundred and four hundred and fifty thousand dollar project, and I know count there are uh, members of council who are very interested in doing something with that, um, providing those kinds of opportunities, those kinds of uh, infrastructure in, in downtown, so for people to use. And so we're not quite ready to push ahead with that yet, but uh, council um, members of council want us to make sure that we save money back out of those ARPA funds. Um, and so we can hopefully do a project there. And so we're really looking at it, at that project now as being a two different ways of looking at it. One, which I call the stripped down version, which is, as I just explained, the shelter, the restroom, the bandstand, and maybe repaving the parking lot. And then a second version that would be a bit more enhanced that would have more things added as far as barriers being put up in different places, uh, things to control traffic, to slow down traffic through that area. And so we're going to, the city of Batesville is working with our other ready team members, and we're going to be presenting that as one of the projects that we're going to take to the ready group that we could potentially then have that project um, if we can, if we can use, I'll say 450,000 to 500,000 for the stripped down version and then, and then potentially use that as a match to get ready funds for another half million dollars or so then that, then we could do a much uh, more elaborate, uh, setup in, in that parking lot. So that is all, that's something that is going to take a little more time to get there, make sure we've got it right and make sure we got the right plan and everything in the right places. But those are, so that's the big project I think council is really interested in, in pursuing. Uh, John and Derek were very good about saying, hey, we want, we think there is something to be done here, but we're, we don't want to go too fast quite yet. We'll take our time and, but that will save some money back for that. So that, when the Batesville Skate Park group made their presentation, I think they had 40 people in the audience that day. And I think it made an impression upon council that there was uh, uh, still a need for more out there next in addition to the skate park. And so they did then uh, talk about, hey, how do we get how is there another what's the next piece of the puzzle that we can do out there to and see make sure we can get something else done. So they wanted to do the pump track. And so they've scaled back the pump track project from what was originally a hundred and ninety to two hundred thousand and have gotten it down to a project that's less than $150,000. And so that then uh, council was comfortable with uh, funding that project uh, for a total uh, maximum amount of 150000 So that is be the next thing on my plate is trying to now work with different skate park or uh, different pump track folks to see if we can't come up with a design and then also a price that fits uh, that budget.
And then uh, moving on to the in the uh, part, other part of the meeting, I uh, had a couple of ordinances, and these are regarding uh, salaries, uh, employee salary and uh, hourly rates, and then also the elected official salaries. Of course, uh, uh, this was just, I understand, an introduction and no action taken. That's correct. And so these are ordinances that uh, need two readings, and so this is something we do every year. This is part of the budgeting process. This is really the first part of it, and so... Uh, Paul has been working on this for the last month or so and pulling a budget together. And so what we're looking to do for the budget year 2024 is to have salary increases uh, that would be 4 and 4% for our employees. Uh, inflation has been running uh, earlier this year. It was running up 5, 5.5. Here lately, it's it's stopped drop down to, to around four, maybe in a couple of places, even slightly less than four. And so we're trying to find that sweet spot of making sure that we're uh, being fair with our employees who do good work and, and making sure that we're compensating them um, properly and competitively. But And then at the same time, being mindful of how that affects the taxpayers. And so he's worked out a budget that with a 4% uh, increase for salaries that it's only about a 3% increase for property tax. And so that um, is a good good mix for us. It gives us an opportunity to stay competitive with our employees and then also at the same time not overburden the taxpayers with a huge uh, increase. We're fortunate that the assessed valuation in our community has gone up each year for the last few years. And so that helps at come budget time to be able to make these kinds of decisions and so we had those first readings for those salary ordinances and so we'll bring those back next month and we'll hear them a second time and in between times we'll have a chance to have a a public hearing well, again something we do every year a budget hearing and so that is scheduled for tuesday august 29th at 6 p.m and so that is something that will happen in between times and Paul will present the budget to council uh, and, and to whoever, whoever shows up for the meeting uh, to talk about what we've got in the budget and how we see next year going uh, and how then what, what is the impact on the taxpayer. And so the, all that will be presented then on the 29th. All right. So, again, that is, uh, of course, uh, the Paul you refer to is uh, Clerk Treasurer uh, Paul Gates. And uh, yes, so, uh, something, uh, thank something. you for <laughs> I, I get caught up in my world sometimes and I just <laughs> yes, no. It, yes. Paul Gates, our, our clerk treasurer, who's, who does a great job and has uh, really managed the money well for us. And so when we started, um, we were in kind of a tight situation and we've been able to build it up a little bit and get a lot of projects done and 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 so we're want to continue that on for the next for as many years as we possibly can and then uh finally uh, mr mayor uh, in your uh, report uh, your, uh the uh coalition for a uh, drug-free batesville will be uh, looking for a new executive director that is correct and so uh kim Linkle came to me probably three weeks ago now and and uh said hey i'm wasn't looking but someone came and tapped me on the shoulder and said we have an opportunity we think you'd be perfect at and we'd love to talk about it well one thing led to another next thing you know she is uh, looking uh, to take that other position um, but she's been very great about working with the city and working with the coalition as far as helping us to get through to get us 
uh, on to uh, the next next leg of our journey with the coalition for a drug-free Batesville. And so Kim has led that coalition probably for 10, 11 years. Um, we are in year nine of our federal funding. And so there, we were fortunate enough to get a federal funds a number of years back. Uh, the first one was for five years. The second one was again for five years. And so we are coming close to finishing up year nine of our federal funds. And so at the end of September will be the end of year nine. Uh, October 1st then starts year 10. And so that will be the last year that we will be eligible for federal funds. And so we need to then uh, look for additional funding then for the coalition after that. But we're in a good spot. We've been able to save a few dollars over the years. And and so Kim has been helping us all this long. And so she is volunteered to stay with us to help us get through what i call the paperwork and so whenever you have federal funds it comes with strings and it comes with a mountain of paperwork so as to keep um, those folks uh, happy to make sure their money is being spent properly and so kim has been very good about handling that for us for the last number of years and so she has offered to continue on with the coalition in the background not running the coalition but to help us um one make a transition to a new person and then two help us with uh keeping us up to date with all the federal requirements and all the paperwork and so we will start that process literally uh, we started last week talking uh, talking about it and uh, we'll be sending out a public notice or posting the the open position with the intention of then uh having a open for people to apply to submit their resumes so that we can then uh, work through them and and find somebody that we think fits Um, and so we have really two things that we need to do we really need to be checking about how with the federal funds it comes with very precise things that we need that we said we would do and we need to continue to do Uh, and and that is prevention work and so we we've done that for the last number of years with some with success and so we'll we'll continue on that path. And so we'll take this next year now to um, double check if if make sure that we are on target, make sure we're doing the right things and and see if there's other things that the coalition needs to be taking on. There's some talk about doing a little bit more work with on the mental health side uh, with our young people. And so it might morph a little bit and certainly we'll be checking to see uh we've had success and we don't want to mess that up but we also want to see if we can't provide some help and some services for those people who need uh, mental health help at the same time so we'll be working on that for the next year trying to make sure that we're dialed in to the right process and making sure the coalition is going in the right direction for what we need today all right so with that we're going to go ahead and now uh, We'll do our own version of an adjournment. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, baseball Mayor Mike Bess, as always, we appreciate your time. Uh, thank yes. you for coming in and uh, look forward to doing this again next month. Very good. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day.